This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. I seriously love BetterHelp so much. They're one of my favorite sponsors, and I will tell you why I love them so much. When I started this podcast, I was going through a really rough time. I'm talking drug relapse, drug addiction, drug abuse, relationship issues, anxiety, depression. I was going through one of the craziest moves of my life, so therapy really helped me get through a lot of that. And online therapy is, in my opinion, even better than going to a therapist's office because, let's face it, our lives have changed the last year or so, and I just feel like online therapy is the best way to go. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist, and you can start communicating with them in less than 48 hours. They really do match you with, with a therapist so quickly. It takes, in my case, less than 24 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional counseling done securely online. And there's a broad range of expertise available, which might not really be locally available in all areas. The service is available for clients worldwide, and it's super easy to access your account. You can log in, you can send a message to your counselor really at any time you want, and you'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions, whatever you prefer. I like to do phone sessions sometimes because sometimes I like to, to go on a walk when I, go on, when I do my therapy sessions. It's really up to you. Traditional therapy can come with kind of a stressful energy attached to it. So I really love how BetterHelp is really controlled by the, the patient. If you want to connect with your therapist and communicate something with them, they have a journal feature, which I absolutely love. This journal feature has the option of sharing your journal entries with your therapist, but if you want to keep them totally uh, private and anonymous towards yourself, you don't have to share them with your therapist. But I really like this feature because for many of us, starting fresh with a new therapist gives us a lot of anxiety and it can trigger us. Um, so if you feel like that, you're not alone. I felt the same exact way because let's face it, a new therapist has to ask questions and try to get on the same page as where their client is. And sometimes rehashing our, our history of trauma and all the details can become kind of exhausting and a little bit annoying. So what I do when I start with a new therapist, like I did on BetterHelp, is I use the journal feature and I wrote kind of a lengthy email explaining to the therapist where what I've been through in the last few years, where I'm at right now, what I'm looking for in therapy, and what kind of therapy I've done, what kind of therapy I'm interested in, and what I'd like um, out of a therapist. So this is super important. If starting with a brand new therapist gives you panic or anxiety or stress, 
This is the most stress-free approach you could possibly do. I love how they matched me with someone with the experience and qualifications that I asked for. I personally asked for a therapist who had some experience with eating disorders, depression, and relationship trauma. Once BetterHelp matched me with my therapist, she messaged me right away and then I scheduled my first session with her for that week. The process is easy, effortless, and stress-free. BetterHelp is more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. So if you're going through a hard time right now, and let's face it, so many of us are, whether it's emotional turbulence, depression, anxiety, relationship issues, LGBTQ issues, whatever it is, body image, self-esteem, BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. Visit betterhelp.com vibe. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P, and join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. Vibe within listeners, you get 10% off of your first month of online counseling at betterhelp.com slash vibe. That's betterhelp.com slash vibe. Betterhelp.com slash vibe. Go start online therapy. DM me on Instagram. Let me know how it's going. And I hope that you get the help, the support, and the healing that you deserve. Welcome to the Vibe Within Podcast. I'm your host, Gab Cohen. Each week, we will connect through stories and conversations about wellness, yoga, addictions, spirituality, mental health, rituals, and everything in between. The goal is to transform our traumas into strengths to create the change we desire in our lives. My mission is to help others by shining awareness on real-life topics so we can learn new ways to heal physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Whatever you are going through in this moment, you are not alone. So let's connect and heal our vibe within. Hey guys, welcome back to the Vibe Within podcast. So I am recording in the morning, which is really different for me because I wake up late because I'm trying to fix my circadian rhythm, but um, that's something I wanted to get into, actually. So in the intros, I kind of want to say the things that I'm working on, like physically, emotionally, because I know that we're all working on things um, to evolve and to embrace the growing pains, and I think it's nice to share what we're actually growing through and what we're trying to fix or change patterns, cycles, toxic habits, and whatnot. So to make this little thing um, fun, in my stories, when I post this episode that day, I'm going to put a questions panel and ask what you guys are working on uh, physically, emotionally, spiritually, um, health goals, physical goals, like whatever. So what I'm working on right now is waking up early which was easy today because my roommate woke me up saying that my cat escaped and that my cat ran outside and 
he was wandering and then he was gone so that kind of forced me out of bed at like seven in the morning and then I went outside looked for him a little bit and I said you know what I just have to surrender he'll come back and I was right he came back um, not instantly but like a few hours later and it just makes me realize that I need I need to trust more I need to trust him because he's my animal I've had him for over two years he's obsessed with me he literally doesn't leave me alone when I'm in my room he needs to have eye contact he needs to be all over me sometimes like he's like a a dog and a child mixed together he doesn't act like a cat so and yeah like I said he's he's obsessed with me so if he fucking leaves me then I don't even know like if he actually were to leave me then I would probably be very traumatized and have to like reconsider male energy at like a whole new level because this cat loves me so much it's insane but so yeah that's one of the things that I'm working on waking up early being more productive in the morning and getting to bed at a better hour and just getting the most out of the day daylight and the sun and you know getting as much sun therapy as I can Um, I'm also really getting crazy with the green juices and the green smoothies I'll wake up and I'll try to make like five or six for the week and just bottle them up in glass bottles that I have I'm trying to heal my skin my hormones Um, my skin hasn't been doing that great recently I think it's change of climate and everything but I know that I've shared a lot about my hormonal acne and everything like that so it hasn't been that crazy but I'm dealing with little breakouts and then scarring and everything like that so I've been wanting to try out this this company this brand that almost 30 has a sponsor for they're called banish um I really want to try it they ha- they sell these kits of like micro needling kits with the serum and I'm trying to see if they would sponsor me but yeah you never know I am looking for sponsors for this podcast I don't have any paid sponsors so everything that you see and hear that has to do with my podcast is produced by me I don't have any companies paying me yet Um, even if I have an ad a quote-unquote ad in my podcast it's because they send me products and that's my way of saying thank you for the free products Um, But eventually, I really would like to have some paid sponsors because I pay to have my podcast online um, and I I host it on my own. I I pay for equipment. I spend a lot of time and energy channeling my thought process and recording into these podcasts. And I'm not doing it for the money, but it would be cool to get a couple of companies that really align with me well to support my podcast in any way so if you own a company or you know of a company that would like to support my podcast in any way that'd be great um email me gabcohen at gmail.com it's in the show notes Uh, if you'd like to contribute to my podcast or just support me in any way that you'd like whether it's a penny a dollar doesn't matter to me um because money is energy and that's what this episode is all about if you like to donate anything to the production of this podcast, you can donate to my PayPal, which is just linked to my email, gabcohen at gmail.com. 
but yeah, this is what this episode's all about. It's about money and how it's energy. And I kind of just free flowed. I didn't even know that I was really going to talk about money in this episode. I thought that I was going to go into it talking about my yoga retreat, but I didn't really talk too, too much about the yoga retreat, which is probably meant to be. Uh, I was probably meant to, to talk about more about passive income and entrepreneurship and getting over the hump of being broke or poor and lack mentality and lack mindset and trying to flip that switch and getting over that initial rockiness that it, it can it can take a lot of time and energy to be an entrepreneur but keeping an open mind is how I've gotten to where I am and a lot of people ask me the same question how do you save money how do you afford to travel there how do you travel afford to travel here and I kind of dive into it and I'm completely vulnerable with you guys and I'm you know I really think that this episode has been ingrained in me in a while and I'm happy to help in any way that I can so let's just get right into it feel free to connect with me on Instagram social media email share this podcast with anybody you feel like needs to hear it because money is an issue that we all have whether you have a lot of it or a little of it or you want more of it we're all either in one of those realms and I'm not saying that money solves issues but this is just my way of saying hey like if you're really stressed out about money like this is what I've gone through I've been poor I've I haven't been able to afford food I've been homeless I've ran my gas out of car I've ran my car out of gas I can't even speak right now um I need to get out in the sun but yeah so that that's why I record these intros after I already record because sometimes I don't know what I'm going to talk about and then I record the intro as kind of like okay this is what you're going to get prepared for so go ahead and share this with anybody that needs to hear it and thank you for listening thank you for your time and your energy and I hope this episode helps all right so before I get into the core of this episode which is going to be all about the yoga retreat being an entrepreneur and all that kind of stuff um, I wanted to kind of tackle or somewhat tackle a question that I get asked a lot and it's how do you make money? How do you make passive income? How, how can you afford um, living a life without being a slave to, to work and, or your job? And I was listening to a podcast last night, um, the Positive Head podcast with Brandon Beecham. Beacham. Um, and there was an episode about um, deciphering and separating your job and your work. So they're two different things. And I'm pretty sure it was that podcast, but now I'm, now I'm double thinking it. But um, so that's a huge thing is like I've, I've worked several jobs in, you know, my 20s um, and before I was even in my 20s and my teens that I hated. I've worked retail, I've bartended, I've waitressed, I've worked terrible, terrible, low-paying jobs, especially when I was living in L.A. 
it was so bad that I could barely afford food. I could bar- barely afford gas in my car that I would let my car literally run out of gas. I know I've talked about this before in my podcast, maybe like way back in like the single digit ones, but um, I would literally have to let my car run out of gas, call AAA, have them come and fill my tank up since that was like part of the services, part of AAA. And then I would use that extra money that I didn't have to spend on gas on some food. Like, that's fucking ridiculous. And I don't think anybody should have to live like that, but it definitely helped me grow and strengthen my connection to what it was that I was doing there. And I asked myself a lot, is it worth it? it is, is it worth it that I'm in, in LA? And, you know, I moved there very young and with nothing, with just my car. So I, I pulled through and I worked for amazing companies, um, retail companies and fashion companies, but they really just didn't pay me a lot. And I was really struggling to get over that financial hump because we all know what that what that is, especially when we're in our early 20s. It's like really hard to save money unless you're this crazy entrepreneur, like making moves and, you know, flipping houses or selling houses or I don't fucking know what you do, but... Um, it was rough for me because I didn't have any other route to go other than what I went to school for, which was fashion merchandising. So I kind of felt stuck. And when I started to realize that the jobs that I was taking weren't fulfilling me, you know, with financial freedom, it wasn't fulfilling me with the connections I was making. And I felt really, I felt really used abused mentally drained physically drained and for what to still be broke like it it was really mind-boggling as as to how hard I was working and how many hours and the, the longer I went through that phase and through that cycle and on autopilot I realized that the only time I look forward to during the day was to go practice yoga and and do hot yoga after work because then everything was going to be okay, my mind was going to be clear, and I would somehow, you know, trick myself into becoming content with my shitty job and my, my situation of being broke, and the yoga just helped me figure out a way to untangle my mind and say, listen, everything's going to be okay, even though you're broke, it's fine. So I kept going back to yoga because I was chasing that feeling of everything's fine, everything's good. And it was putting a Band-Aid over the fact that I really needed to like break free from the fashion industry because it was slowly just killing me emotionally and just running on a tread- treadmill going nowhere. It's just, you know, really, really exhausting. So long story short, I was volunteering at core power yoga in LA on Hollywood Boulevard and La Brea that's the one that um, I helped open I was on the first kind of like volunteer team to help open that studio and I worked there for like two years volunteering and they gave me a really nice discount for the teacher training and when they asked me hey like would you be interested in doing the teacher training something sparked up into my into my mind and before that even before they even offered that discount um I was already thinking about doing it because I had one I had lost a friend he he died in a really crazy accident that kind of flipped my world upside down and then I went to Italy to visit my family I stayed there for like a month and a half I really needed to break away from LA I somehow don't ask me how but I somehow 
figured out a way to save just enough money just to go to LA, just to go to Italy. And um, I didn't have an apartment or anything in LA. I, I put my stuff in storage. So I've, I've kind of done this cycle several times, the whole putting my stuff in storage, traveling, this and that. It seems like it's a repeating pattern, but in like a good way, in a healthy way. I, I couldn't live in, in uh, LA for much longer. And I knew that after losing my friend Lance, I really needed to get the fuck out of there and like do some spiritual inner work. And that's exactly what I did on that trip. And then I came back to LA and was crashing with my friend in her apartment, in her tiny apartment and sleeping on the floor. And I'll never forget, um, waking up in the middle of the night to a cockroach in my bed. Um, that was a pivotal moment for sure in my life because I realized that this was not the life that I wanted. And living in LA was, was so challenging and I didn't know enough people there. I didn't have enough connections there. And I ended up staying another year after that whole cockroach situation occurred. Um, but it, it was still, it was still, you know, riding a really rough wave, a rocky, rocky road of financial insecurity and job insecurity and um, just a lot of um, uncertainty. So in order for me to get over my financial hump, I kind of decided to move back to Florida. I lived in Florida, in Miami for five years, and that's where I finally broke through the financial hump that I like to call it just you know just that barrier that hump because you know if we're working a, an hourly job and we're just relying on that to pay all of our bills that's like very it's very rare for that to ever actually be reality um, now if you're dealing with a nice salary then that's a different thing but I wasn't so I, um, I went to Miami, I started teaching yoga full-time, I started bartending full-time, and that's when I started getting back on my feet financially, because that was the main backbone reason of why I, I moved back to the East Coast, because I just figured, if I'm going to live somewhere, I might as well be saving money, like, what's the point of me living in a city like LA, where I was 20, I, I lived there from 22 to 25, and when I left, yes, of course, I had a many more connections, many more opportunities came my way. I worked for a company that really was awesome from the outside but looking in, but from the inside looking out, it was just really dark and bleak and, and terrible. And then I, you know, I, I did have a lot of connections that I tried to utilize to work at better places, but there's so many people in LA that getting your, a job that you apply to is like winning the lottery there are lines around the bars in West Hollywood when there's a casting call, okay? There's casting calls there. Um, like you're going in for a modeling job, but you're really just trying to get a shitty fucking bartending job or a serving job to make ends meet as one of your streams of income. So that alone was just like mind-blowing because I'm, I'm pretty good looking and I had a really, really challenging time just landing a fucking serving job when I had plenty of years experience. So that kind of turned me off. Um, any of my listeners who are in LA, I'm sure you resonate with this. I'm sure you understand what I'm saying. It's fucking gnarly out there, dude. But um, now 
I'm actually thinking about in the future moving back to LA because I have way more connections, way more contacts. I feel like I have, you know, about 80% more contacts now in LA than I do in Philly or Miami, which is really um, funny because of social media. That's, that's what social media does. It, it allows me to connect with people on a real level, and I'm utilizing Instagram for to better my career and the true connections and true friendships and people who really resonate with me. And I'm, I've stepped away from using Instagram to feed my fire of envy and guilt and shame, and I've completely flipped my grip, and I'm utilizing it in a completely different way, healthy way, a conscious way. So I, I really recommend trying to do that and utilize Instagram. Whatever city that you live in, every establishment has an Instagram. Yoga studios, bars, um, whatever company you're trying to work for. I recommend like going online and obviously applying the old-fashioned way because sometimes you have to do that um, just to get your application in there. But you can always go on Instagram and DM them and say, hey, uh, I just applied on your website. I, would, I just wanted to put a face to a name. Uh, if there's any way that I can follow up with someone um, and follow up on my application that I submitted, that'd be great. Let me know. Here's my contact information. Done. Send. Because then that creates a three-dimensional way of applying to a job. Yeah, you're applying with your resume online, and then you're applying via social media, which people check social media more often than their email. So just trying to like really hammer it down and make your chances higher. And then what else can you do? You can call. You can go in physically to a bar or to a restaurant because when people see you physically, if you're trying to get a bartending job at least, um, they they're going to hire somebody good looking, good energy, looks like a hard worker, clean. Obviously, this is all common sense that you probably already know. Um, so yeah, I, I lived in, in Miami for five years, bartended at really uh, fast and voluminous and you know busy bars that, that helped me get on my feet. Then I started doing the CBD um, influencer stuff. So and I, I only do it for a few companies that actually pay me. So it might seem like wow, this girl is just affiliated with all these companies. I'm sure she's making a shitload of money. Um, no, not just from the CBD. I'm not making a shitload of money. There's a couple of companies that treat me really well and pay me well, but that's because I put in the work and I promote it and I talk to people about it in person, on my Instagram, in my yoga classes, to my friends, my family. Um, I record podcasts about it. I have a CBD podcast that I recorded about it. So I do put in the, the time and the energy into the companies that give me that as well. So it's all about finding what you're actually passionate about, because if you're faking being passionate, then chances are you're not going to really bring in as much financial freedom as you'd like or financial opportunities. And so then I, once I was um, had that flow of like the CBD influencer and marketing stuff, I 
decided that I wanted to host a CBDO retreat. So my first one was last year, second one is this year, and this one was the one that I that I uh, organized 100% all by myself, which was fucking insane. And I am crazy for doing that, and I'm really glad that I did, though, because now I know the things that I need to put more time and effort into, and I also just really know everything that goes into a retreat now and when I tell you that I I planned everything I planned everything guys and I'm not trying to like toot my own horn I'm I actually feel like a dumbass for doing this because I stressed myself out and I didn't um I just was blind but the retreat went well and it, and it really it turned out amazing and I'm going to get deeper into that in, in a little bit, but I literally planned everything. And when I tell you that I did everything on the retreat, I taught, I helped cook, I helped shop for food, I got the chef, I cleaned, I did dishes, I was in contact with the villa, anything that we needed I got, location scouting, Temescal scouting, um, setting up the excursions, all the meditations, the cacao, like Dude, everything. Um, I've never felt more responsible <laughs> in my entire life for so many things. Uh, for, not just for the people that came, but just so many um, things that I had to make sure were, were in alignment, like the chef and people getting into the villa and locking it and making sure everybody was okay and communicating and... Um, our villa basically got flooded the first day because of the rain, so it was just a lot of little mishaps here and there, but I wouldn't trade it for the world because everything turned out to be amazing, and um, I'm actually going to record an entire episode all about Temescal, so I'm going to dive into that probably the next episode, but um, yeah, so... I get this question a lot, like, how do you make money? And one of my friends, my yoga friends here, who she's actually traveling in India right now, um, if you're listening, Kristen, hey, what's up? Um, so she's traveling in India. She's doing her certification to become a meditation teacher, and she's just doing it. She's just traveling and doing her thing. And before she left, she, she, she asked me, along with so many other people who asked me the same question, but me and her had a really nice conversation together and it was it nourished my soul and I feel like it nourished her soul as well and I felt like called to make an entire episode about this being an entrepreneur not that I'm like your your cookie cutter gold star entrepreneur like I still am I'm struggling I'm still in debt I still have horrible credit I still have loans that I'm paying from art school um I'm not your golden child like I have really bad credit and that's part of the reason why I couldn't get into a, a place because I don't have the luxury of just saying oh yeah here's my credit now let me get this condo and pay first last and security and all and the association's gonna let me in and all this fucking crazy shit like that's why I left Miami like being 100% transparent here I couldn't fucking get into a legit safe welcoming environment home that made me feel like okay this is good this is on the right track this is in alignment so I fucking left and it also took me a little bit to get an alignment here in Philly but 
I, you know, it's easier. I feel like people up here are more understanding. There's more options. The city life has more like housing options and and there's there's different ways to go around it. We're we're renting from an owner and the application process was super intense and he was kind of like sketched out by how low my credit was, but after explaining to him and showing him documentation and how I've always paid on time and I showed him my bank account, like I I completely like Draw, drew back my curtain like I showed him all of my like fucking documents that are like personal documents I literally showed him how much money I had in my savings account and my checking account just to like make him feel comfortable that you're not he wasn't just gonna have some random people come into the house who can't pay rent on time like I'm an adult I have money just because I don't have a good credit score doesn't mean that I don't know how to, to be an adult so that's that's one thing I've been trying to really get over is how crazy this society is with credit and loans and like our generation right now, like like people who are in college right now and people who already graduated, like I graduated in 2008, so, or sorry, 2012, <laughs> 2008, that's when, I went to, that's when I went to art school, but I graduated in 2012, which was like when the recession was like, still happening and yeah man um I just want to help people I want to help people realize that like I've been down in the dirt I've been in the trenches so poor and what we have to understand is like we have to stop calling ourselves poor because that's like so I don't want to say unattractive because when people say it it's like a form of vulnerability which is okay cool like you're broke you're poor like I get it but labeling yourself and putting yourself into that kind of box is only limiting yourself to the, the, the possibilities that, like, you cre- that you actually can create and you deserve. When you constantly are telling yourself, oh, I'm broke, oh, I'm poor, you're, you're actually like, trapping yourself in that way of thinking rather than, all right, well, I'm, I'm not doing so well financially right now, but I'm going to be doing way better next week and next month because... I have this coming in and I have this project and I have this job that I'm going to apply to and then I'm going to text and email um, this list of 25 people and I know that something's going to line up. Like, I just know it. If you can just talk to yourself like that, do you understand how much different your life would be? And I'm not perfect at this. Like, believe me, I have weeks where I'm like, nothing is fucking working out. Like, you know, when I first moved here, I couldn't find a place, couldn't find a job. I didn't know if I wanted to bartend. I didn't know if I wanted to teach yoga. I was like, what the fuck am I doing? I felt like I was in a tornado. But I kept telling myself, everything's going to be fine. You're going to get back on your feet. This is just temporary. Everything is, is happening as it should. Just try to stay grounded. Try to stay present, even though life sucks right now. We don't have a choice, and we have to stay present. We have to stay grateful and abundant I know I talk about this all the fucking time but do you think that financial opportunities are going to come into your path if you look like you're miserable and broke and that's the words that project out of your body to people hell no if you you know put on a smile just try to fix up your energy when you're out and you're talking to people you you don't know like what people do we, we're all really good at judging people and how they look and what we think that they're, they do. And somebody that you're sitting next to at the bar might 
have the dream job that you want and all the connections that you kind of need in order to make that that plunge and that step into the next direction. Synchronicities are everywhere if you open your eyes. And when, when we have more awareness and we're more open to just like talking to people, I swear to God, everything's going to come to you. Like when I opened that, that channel and that source of just, you know, talking to whoever I could, especially moving to a new city, you don't really have a choice. Um, just these past two weeks alone, being in Tulum and then back here, I've made like 25 connections that are like really, really clicking in, in my life, in my alignment. Like it's, it's insane. And I've done a lot of journaling, a lot of inner work, a lot of reaching out to people, emailing people. And yeah, the only way to, to get what you want is, is to put yourself out there. So when I get this question asked to me, like, I'm, I'm no pro at saving money, but I will be completely honest that right here, right now, in this moment in time, I have the most money that I've had in my life. And it's not saying much because if you were to look at my bank account, um, you'd probably be like, oh, that's it? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I don't know who's listening, but like, you know compared to some people it's really not that much but for me it means a lot because I hit my first financial goal. Before we get into the rest of the episode I wanted to share with you guys one of my favorite brands of CBD which is Tonic CBD. I love Tonic so much. Uh, The owner is amazing. She curates all these amazing tinctures and they are infused with really yummy things like ashwagandha, lemon balm, pure maple, MCT oil, black seed oil, and it makes these tinctures taste really amazing. It's one of the first brands I actually ever tried, so it's really cool that it's I felt in alignment with this company from the start. And I actually reached out to, the, to them via Instagram when I was really getting into the CBD and wanting to create my CBD yoga retreats. So we've been um, collaborating and and partnered for over a year and a half, almost two years. So I really love the way that they package their things. They, They put a lot of time and energy and their branding and marketing is so cool. Go to their Instagram, it's Tonic CBD. And so it's tonic underscore CBD. Go check their Instagram out. It's really cool. They like take really awesome photos and it's artsy and really awesome. So you, you can use code gypsylove at, at checkout if you want a discount. And that will get you a discount on any products. They do topicals, tinctures, all that. So shop online. You can go to their Instagram and click the link right in there and use the code gypsylove at checkout. And when I started to get closer to that goal and that financial goal, that that certain number, I started to feel, okay, this is what it feels like to be in flow, to get over those humps, to constantly have new streams of ideas and income. And it takes time because you have to know what, what it is that you want um, to bring into your life and what forms of, you know, work or 
creativity you want to bring in. Um, there's different options. You don't have to just stick to one job. Like I've got the CBD stuff going on, the CBD yoga retreat stuff going on, even though I kind of only broke even with the CBD yoga retreat. I didn't make money off this one, but that's what happens when you are a stubborn Sagittarius like me and you want to do everything by yourself. So I've learned and I've grown and now I'm like, yo, I can fucking plan a retreat all by myself. Like hire me for your events, hire me for your marketing coordination, hire me for your, you know, networking events. Like I'm your girl and that's what I've been doing here in, in Philly as I've been trying to get jobs in that area. I'm also planning events at this coffee shop to just like connect to the, to the community here. Um, trying to get jobs in music production and music related jobs because I love dealing with people and artists and VIP relations. I did that a little bit in LA as well. So it's about keeping an open mind. Literally, like this is what we can do. I, this just this idea just came to me right now. This could be a prompt, a writing prompt. I want you to write down all of the jobs that you've had in your life, literally every single one of them, because old jobs that we've had can revisit us in different ways when we get older. Like maybe you don't want to be a hostess at a restaurant, okay? Because that's like, you know, something that maybe a, a high school person would do at like a shitty restaurant, okay? And I'm not judging you if you're a hostess at a restaurant. Like there are, there's a time and place for that and I'm even looking for a, a little bartending and waitressing gig right now as well so I'm not judging anybody I'm just trying to put things in, into perspective write down every single job that you've had and like for example your hostessing job that you had when you were 21 could revisit you in a different way when now you're maybe you're in your 30s and you want to host parties and you want to um market parties and you want to create an event or you want to do PR or you want to be the face of you want to work in the front logistics of like a corporate company and you're the face of that company when somebody comes in you could be somebody's assistant like there's so many different skill sets that we all have that we don't even realize we have because we're so boxed and caved in to these job titles that like literally mean nothing but we're we're such like smart species and we're, we have so many layers to like the dimensions of what we're capable of we have so many purposes and talents and we just need to start utilizing them like if you enjoy bartending but you don't want to bartend at like a restaurant that's going to take your too much time maybe try and get maybe try and bartend weddings or like events or festivals like applying to like different festivals and and working vendors there and maybe trying to find like a traveling bartending job or like there's always like a different way to look at things and then um so yeah these these jobs can revisit us in a completely different form but we have the skill set from years ago from that babysitting job that we had cool we're a babysitter now we're older, maybe we can become a nanny or maybe we can create a, maybe you want to do like kids yoga. Like I'm, my brain is, is not like a, 
a million dimensional brain because I have only had like the jobs that I've had, but I'm just trying to like put things into, into perspective and consideration into a different way and different flow. And um, for example, I'm just going to like be super vulnerable and explain to you guys my day yesterday. So right now in Philly, I have three classes a week. I'm teaching yoga and it's, it's not the best pay because what's three classes? I mean, it's nowhere near full time, but I've decided that I don't want to teach full time because it's very emotionally draining, et cetera, et cetera. Um, in this little gap that I have in between being here and then teaching at the booty yoga convention this weekend for a few days, I was like, how am I going to make some money? Like, even though I, you know, saved some money and whatever, it doesn't mean that I can just sit on my ass and be lazy and think, oh, well, you know, I can just spend and spend and spend. It's fine. You know, it's, it's, we have to be realistic. So I said, all right, how am I going to sell some, how am I going to sell some, some CBD? I'm going to make some money doing that. I made an online catalog and I, I went on Canva and I made an online catalog on there, which is super easy, way easier than Photoshop. Seriously, fuck Photoshop. Even though I love Photoshop and Illustrator, use that shit all during art school. Canva is so easy. So if you received my CBD um, digital catalog, I made that in Canva, and it really didn't take me that much time. So now I have that. I'm sending out to people. That's just That was just an idea that I had. And, you know, it's not like I'm making crazy sales every day. It's just that I'm selling all the CBD that I have gotten from different companies to try. And I'm, I'm selling um, the stock that I have. Then my friend, Kevin, asked me if I could come over. Or he didn't ask me right away. Sorry. Let me get this story straight and right. <laughs> Um, we're texting and he goes, oh man, I'm so stressed out. I have to clean my house. Like it's, it's really bad right now. I was, I've been working so much and my, my love interest, this girl that I've been talking to is coming to stay with me for a few days. And I like really need to get somebody to come in and clean. Like I'm thinking about paying somebody to come in and clean. And I said, yo, like I'll come there. I'll help you clean. Like I'm trying to like make a little bit of side cash anyways. And I would, I wouldn't mind helping you. He was like, all right, cool. So yesterday I sold CBD, shipped it out, went to the post office. That's like a little bit of income right there. Nothing crazy, right? Helped Kevin clean for like three hours and he paid me a little bit of cash. So that's some extra cash as well. And then I taught my Monday night yoga class. So that obviously comes in a check form, but just like that's just an example of a day in me in my entrepreneur quote-unquote life it's not your typical entrepreneur situation like what real estate entrepreneur do you see going to houses and cleaning like I have no fucking problem getting on my hands and knees and cleaning a floor for some money like I don't give a fuck like money is money and it was more about helping my friend as well because he was super stressed out and I could sense that and I brought CBD, we did CBD, listen to music, like, it was like a vibe, and it's nice to help friends do that kind of stuff, and it was like an energy exchange, because money is energy, right? Like, literally, money is energy. When you put your time and your work into something, 
a job, an opportunity, a project, cleaning your friend's home. Time and energy and money are all kind of in the same spiral. So like if you're putting your energy into reaching out to people, emailing people, applying to jobs, DMing people on Instagram, having conversations, that's your internal energy that you're working and you're putting out into the universe. And then that energy is being received by the people, the jobs, the opportunities, the conversations. And then that absorbs into that and then it comes right back to you with the opportunity. See? how it's a reflection. So I really just, my biggest advice is just to keep an open mind, say yes to things, because if you say yes to things and you say, okay, yeah, I'll try that or I'll do that, then you never know. Like it could really, it could really like run off and create this amazing, amazing opportunity for you. Like I what just did the the CBD catalog thing just for shits and giggles because I had extra time I'm sitting in my house all right cool I'll throw this together I'll email it to all of my people on my CBD yoga retreat uh, email list and I'll post it on Instagram and boom maybe if I make a sale every day then that helps a lot and you know, if you have, if you ever have any questions or like one advice, or maybe you just want to share your specific kind of question to me, feel free to DM me or email me, and maybe I can help you. You know, pick pick our brains and try to come up with some other type of idea to bring in money because that's like fun for me. It's kind of like a game. It's like okay. I've really been down in the dirt, guys. Like, I'm not kidding. I've sold clothes. I've sold furniture. I've sold things that I would never even think were worth money. I've used OfferUp and LetGo and Craigslist. And I have done gigs on Craigslist. there's, There's so many ways. Money is abundant. And I know that that sounds so dumb when, like, you are, quote, unquote, broke or poor or you know, really living um, a really simple life because of low funds. But really try to to change the way that you talk to yourself today and how you view money and look around and just see that there is so much money everywhere and there's so many people everywhere and money and energy are the same thing. So if you want more energy... If you want more money, excuse me, if you want more en- more money and opportunities and jobs to come into your way, that means you need to put some more energy out there, right? You can't just sit on your phone or on your computer doing nothing or, you know, even if even if you're really trying and you keep applying to the same jobs and you're not trying to to open your mind to new opportunities and new like possibilities, then you're you're stuck there too so yeah just let me know if you need help I'd be happy to help in any way so just yeah like it's not always going to be glamorous um yesterday was one of my you know less glamorous days but I walked out of the day with like over 120 dollars worth of cash plus I sold CBD Plus, I taught yoga, so it was like a well-rounded type of day. Like, I did so much. I felt so productive, 
and I was like damn like this is what my followers need to understand is like in order to get over that financial hump sometimes you have to like sprint you know what I mean like in order to like win that race you're like okay I gotta sprint for two minutes and then I'm gonna be past those five people and now I can coast and now I can flow I think that's what you have to do when it comes to making money for sure you gotta get over that hump and then you can totally coast thank you guys so much for tuning in to that episode of the vibe within podcast um if you'd like to connect with me please feel free to shoot me a dm on instagram gypsy love flow everything's in the show notes email me and subscribe rate and review this podcast because that's how podcasts thrive and that's how we rise to the surface especially us little podcast this is a one-woman show so i don't have like a whole production team or anything like that so every subscriber counts every review every rating counts i'm also going to be doing some giveaways that are just for my podcast listeners cbd wellness goodies all the good stuff so um subscribe rate and review and then share this podcast episode with anybody who you know that needs to listen to it especially this episode because it's all about money and energy and people kind of get themselves so stuck in the same ways and the same jobs and the same people and it's time for us to rewire our brains and to create new flows of income and creativity and just open our minds a little bit so that we can create a more five-dimensional way of living in a financial quote-unquote freedom way Um, because when we are open vessels and we put in time and energy into new ideas and new possibilities that's when the magic happens that's when we can see our lives changing people come into our lives jobs opportunities that will all start coming into your life once we can all start seeing ourselves as worthy and that we have so many different passions and hobbies that we can turn into money-making hobbies like my dad has a landscaping business on the side he has like a full-time job and he works like he has a 401k and all that shit and whatever and but he has this landscaping business on the side because he actually enjoys it so that's just another example that i peppered in there in that out in the outro (laughs) yeah so let's not hold ourselves back let's be open to all the possibilities and feel free to connect with me thank you so much for listening and sharing time and energy and space with me anything that i can ever do to help you open your mind in any way just feel free to reach out much love it didn't take a sound for me to look it didn't touch a for you to be a but no matter sweet and baby my feelings for me you can take all